0: It's a late night talk. I hope you all are having a wonderful evening. I hope you all are having a wonderful week. My week's been fairly well. We've got a lot of things accomplished in my personal world. And we got a few things accomplished in the Opie's Law world. I wanted to take a moment and talk a little bit about mental health and how it can affect your everyday life. Because I struggle with it too, so I know. And that was the problem talking to counselors growing up, trying to sort the problems out, was they all knew or felt, but they never been through what we have been through. They don't have the nightmares like we have. They don't have the triggers like we have. So how do they really know? Maybe the system ought to allow more people like myself to help counsel others, because we know firsthand from our experiences what people truly feel, what they're thinking, what to say to them because i don't know about you i had to figure it out myself and at 46 years old it's been one hell of a struggle i think every day we need to raise awareness for mental health and i think every day we should all reach out to somebody that we don't normally reach out to to just say hello you would be surprised how far a hello will take somebody through their day especially if it's unexpected so I myself just send them random texts and messages to people Thanking them for making the world a better place. Because we're all doing it in our own way. We're all making the world a better place. Some do it from growing this plant. Some do it from educating about this plant. Some do it just by supporting their local grower. You know, we all have a part. And... The time I've spent in this industry as a public figure. As somebody who has had the experience to travel all over the country. When you find your idea, stick with it. Don't get sidetracked and work on other things. Stick with your focus, with your idea. Because look where we've gone with Opie's Law that just started with an idea. A lot of people have heard about us. A lot of people support us. And one thing I've learned and seen in this industry is people try to take what's not theirs and make it their own. And a part of me feels that that's the reason a lot of people don't succeed, because it truly doesn't belong to them. My focus is to do the very best that I can, to be the very best father, friend, and neighbor that I can. And I do it with mental health. It's not easy. There's days that I don't want to leave my bed. There's days that I just want to scream at everybody. And I'm fortunate enough to have access to medical cannabis and to be able to grow my own medicine because I know what works for me. Now, I get asked a lot about pharmaceuticals and cannabis with mental health. And after my experience in the past seven years, A part of me feels that there are some pharmaceuticals for some people that work because we are all so different and so unique. So are our endocannabinoid systems. And for that, we all are treated differently. We all need different things. So yeah, in a way I feel that There are some pharmaceuticals that work for people. And if they work for you and you're on pharmaceuticals, good for you. That's your choice. Because after all, we should have that freedom of choice, the freedom to choose what type of medicine we put in our bodies. I will always be an advocate for medical cannabis because it did save my life and it has helped me educate others to save their lives and for me it's been a really great journey that I've stayed focused on and with mental health I think this is one of the longest things I've stayed focused to and We've made it a long ways. Don't forget to check out the website, guys, at OPSLaw.com. Remember, it's oppies hyphen L-A-W dot There are some links there to some things that will help you with laws, with some mental health. My story's up there. There's a donation button up there. And... If you have anything you want to talk about or want me to discuss on these podcasts, let me know. And we will do the very best that we can to accommodate what you want to hear. I invite you to also check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitter, Twitter and see what we're doing. I think the podcasts have been going really well. I encourage you to share the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, and please feel free to give your feedback. Even if you don't agree with the things that have been said or I may say, let me know. Because after all, we all have our choice, our views, our opinions, and I'm okay if they don't agree or align with mine. As long as you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, then it is what it is. And as long as I continue doing what I'm supposed to be doing, then I'm good. When I talk about mental health and awareness of it, I really emphasize the importance of reaching out to people or when they reach out to you, give them that time. Because mental health doesn't come with scars that are visible, not all the time. You can't always tell if somebody's struggling through mental health, but there are signs for you to watch for, you know? Those are important to know because it could be somebody very close to you that is going to depression and they themselves may not know how to reach out or how to talk about it or how to look for help in my world it's not all just about cannabis there are other things and other topics we research and we help educate on and one of my biggest tasks are the juvenile court systems I myself, being a victim of malice foster care, know firsthand what it's like to go through the system at a very young age. I was placed in the system at the age of six and stayed there until I become an adult. And with my experiences alone and what I went through, There have been a great significant amount of changes for the better. But yet, we're still so far behind with where we should be in 2021 with mental health system. We all have gone through this pandemic together. Some people, it has totally devastated them. Some people have strived. And others had just stayed right where they were at before the pandemic happened. Some of us didn't receive those stimulus checks. Some of us didn't receive the help that we needed because of the lockdown, because of the pandemic, because of everything being shut down. And a lot of people that didn't get those things are people dealing with mental health It's like we get brushed under the carpet. So I feel your struggle, I feel your pain if you're trying to reach out and trying to get help. I am always available for anyone 24/7, 365 days a year. You can always reach me and I will help you the very best that I can to Accommodate you with finding the resources you may need if I don't already have them Opie's Law Is about Helping other people The acronym for the company is Other people's property other, I'm sorry Other people's passion is everyone's success And I really mean that Because it's not about me It's not about you It's not about them. It's about making the world a better place. One seed at a time. And that's why this common law idea is so important to me. Because I have seen both sides of this plant legalization for medical, legalization for recreational. And I feel that if We just want to grow a couple plants for our own medicine, then that should be our free choice without a permit, without permission, without a license, without being on registry. That's the way it should be. Now, if I want to go into business, then you got to deal with the state, you got to deal with the federal government, just like any other business. But for everyday people like me and you, We should be allowed to grow and access as well as use our own choice of treatment. And this is what I choose. And I know there are many, 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 many more just like me that feel the same way. And this law, this idea of a law is for everyone, no matter what state zip code or area code we live in or are standing in. I have a child in Indiana, and they have a zero tolerance for cannabis. I'm currently located in Michigan to where it's legal, both medical and recreational. So I'm here as a patient doing my research, and as soon as I cross into Indiana, I am now a criminal. And the consequences that could be handed to me if caught are pretty high pretty severe, pretty stupid and outdated Indiana, get with the program and when I go on these tangents about people being supportive and being loud and being proud, I really mean that if I'm doing it I'm doing it with you for you, but I don't want to do it myself We can all do this together. And the first thing we can do is call your local congressman, call your local representative. Tell them you want this plant with no rules. You want the complete freedom. And that's what we deserve. There's been too many lives ruined and interrupted for us not to have it. And... I want to touch in on the base of recreational cannabis. So many people think that it's this complete awesomeness to have recreational cannabis in your state because you don't have to go on a registry with medical. You don't have to forfeit your gun rights. You're just an everyday cannabis user. So as a medical patient, as somebody who's using it for treatment, which we all are in hindsight because we all have an endocannabinoid system, I feel that medical marijuana, the word itself, is a doormat for a lot of recreational states. And when we, the patients, are given the right to have this medicine, we should be able to afford the medicine as well. And... Stop letting the states use medical marijuana just for a doorstep to get recreational in. Because believe it or not, guys, recreational isn't all that it's hyped up to be. I encourage everyone to get your medical marijuana card. Even though I'm not really a big fan of being on registry or anything... It's important to have that card because of some of the protections that come with it. And the more people that are registered cardholders, the stronger the programs will be. We will use Michigan for the example. Before Recreational was here, everybody wanted to get their medical card. Everybody was rushing to get a medical card so they could access this medicine. Then recreational came. Boom. People stopped renewing their cards. People stopped the interest of the program as medical marijuana because recreational. And things are changing. And things are changing not for the good when it comes to the patients and caregivers. We are the ones that are gonna get left behind. We are the ones that helped bring these programs to site. But yeah, we're gonna be the ones that get screwed over at the end when recreational comes and when full legalization comes. Big Pharma's gonna be so far into it that it's gonna make our heads spin. I don't feel that enough people are educated on the endocannabinoid system because I feel if they were, there would be more interest in the medical marijuana programs in the states. So please, people, if you're a registered card holder in your state... Please renew that card when it's time. And if you don't have a card, get your card. Really, people, it's definitely worth having that card. And remember, the more people that stop renewing their cards and stop getting them, Is more of a reason for the state to take the program from us. And nobody wants that. I'm going to wrap this up for the evening. You guys have a wonderful evening. Have a wonderful week. One love. 1130 life. Opie's law. Seed life.